Who is Jesus Christ? If you ask the people in your community, you'll get all sorts of answers to that question. But as a Christian, you know that the answer to that question is absolutely critical to your eternal destiny. The Gospel of John gets to that point right from the start. John describes Jesus in the opening verses of his book as the eternal creator and eternal God. Stephen called this lesson the beginning of good news. Well, today we begin our wisdom journey here in the New Testament, and in particular, uh, the Gospels. Now, the word gospel in the Greek language means good news. And let me tell you, this is really good news. Now, the four gospel accounts written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John cover the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. And each of these authors, inspired, led along by the Holy Spirit, recorded eyewitness accounts of the Lord's life and ministry. They either saw it themselves or recorded the testimonies of other eyewitnesses. Now, we're only given about 52 days from the life and ministry of Jesus. I wish these Gospels, frankly, were were 10 times longer. But keep this in mind. While we don't have everything we'd like to know about the Lord Jesus, we've been given enough to know to become convinced that he is indeed the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior of all who believe in him. The Gospel of John spells out that purpose of the Gospel accounts, here in chapter 20 and verse 30. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Now, before we you know, sail any further, let me sort of unfold a map out on the deck Uh, so to speak, as we prepare to set sail through the Gospels. Let me tell you, wherever you are right now, whoever you are, I I want you to know I'm thrilled that you've joined me in this wisdom journey through God's Word. Some of you uh, might not know Jesus as your Savior, and, and, and I'm praying that this journey will sort of sail you right into the harbor of salvation and security and eternal safety in Christ. Now, Right before we raise the sails, so to speak, and set off, you need to understand that we're going to study the Gospels chronologically. That is, we're going to study them in the order in which the events took place. Now, this will eliminate any repetition we find in these four accounts. Uh, But more importantly, I want to give you the sense of what it might have been like to be following Jesus through his life right up to the cross, his resurrection, and his ascension into heaven. So with that, you might expect us to begin with Jesus' birth. But first, we need to hear the announcement from John. By the way, John wrote after Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and, and he has no doubt their books to use as a reference. And John opens with a declaration of some key truths about Jesus Christ. He, he sort of gives us here in John chapter 1 the resume of the Lord. 
several truths I want to point out. Truth number one is this, that Jesus Christ is eternal deity. We read here in verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. So first, we need to understand here that the Word is Jesus Christ. In fact, down here in verse 14, it tells us, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Now, back here in verse 1, there are three critical phrases we need to understand. And the first one is this, In the beginning was the Word. Now, that declares Jesus to be eternally existent. In other words, he didn't come into being at his earthly birth. He existed as God the Son from eternity past. Then you have the second phrase, and the Word was with God. Now, that describes Jesus as intimately close with the Godhead. Then the third phrase, and the Word was God. That clearly tells us that Jesus is nothing less than deity or divine. In fact, an interesting verb appears three times in verse 1. It's the verb was. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This Greek verb tense communicates an ongoing eternal state. You could actually expand the translation here to read, in the beginning was and is and always will be the Word, and the Word was and is and always will be with God, and the Word was and is and always will be God. So you can't miss it here. Truth number one, Jesus Christ is and always has been and always will be eternal deity. Now here's a second truth John introduces, and that is this. Jesus Christ is the eternal explanation. Also, in verse 1, you have three times where the expression appears, the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is the Greek word logos. Logos can also be translated explanation. So read it that way uh, with me for a moment. In the beginning was the explanation, and the explanation was with God. And the explanation was God. Now, you need to understand that to the Greek mind, the first century world, receiving any explanation from God uh, was impossible. In in fact, uh, several hundred years before the birth of Christ, Plato said to his philosopher friends, you know, it it may be that someday there will come forth from God a, a word, a logos, an explanation. He said, who will reveal all mysteries and make everything plain? Well, guess what? (laughs) The explanation has just arrived from heaven in the flesh. And just what does the word explain for us? Well, for one thing, the Lord answers one of humanity's most troubling questions. Where do we come from? You know, today, billions of dollars are spent looking out into the universe trying to answer that question. Well, here's the answer. Verse 3, all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So Jesus Christ is not only eternally divine, 
he's not only the divine explanation, that is of divine truth, he's also the divine creator. That's the third great truth we find in these verses, that Jesus Christ is the creator of all things. The Bible tells us in its very first verse, back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And now, well, here comes John's gospel, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And then in verse 3, we're told that Jesus was the creative agent. He was the Word that came forth from the Godhead. The first words of creation in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 were spoken by Jesus. Let there be light. The Apostle Paul clarifies that in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. For by him all things were created, speaking of Jesus, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. Now, let me tell you, the human race, of course, doesn't like the idea that God the Son, Jesus Christ, is the creator. Why? Well, because if he's the creator, he's, he's more than a good teacher or a moral example. In fact, if he's, if he's the creator, then he is the eternal, all-powerful God who rules the universe. By the way, as we study the Gospels together, it will be perfectly clear that Jesus claims to be God in the flesh. Maybe you're thinking, no, no, he didn't go that far. Well, just listen to John's Gospel at chapter 10 and verse 33. Some Jewish people are are trying to stone Jesus to death. And why are they trying to kill him? Well, they say right here to Jesus, It is not for a good work that we're going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Well, it was abundantly clear to his audience that Jesus claimed to be more than a man. Here's the good news. If Jesus Christ is indeed the divine creator, then the rest of the Bible must be telling the truth about Jesus, that he did indeed die for your sins, that he can, in fact, take you to heaven one day. And listen, if Jesus Christ is the king of the universe, he has the right to be king over your life and mine. If you're troubled or feeling hopeless and Maybe you're asking right now today, you know, what's the purpose of my life? Well, the answer is found in Jesus Christ. Let him become your Savior. Let him be your shepherd. Because Jesus Christ is who he is. He can do for you what he says. He'll keep every promise he ever made. In fact, we're going to hear a lot of promises as we begin our journey through the life and ministry, the good news of Jesus. Well, we're out of time for today, but until next time, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. This is The Wisdom Journey, and today's lesson from John 1, 1 through 3, is called The Beginning of Good News. Stephen is teaching through the entire Bible on this journey, and now that he's arrived in the Gospels, he's going to present it differently from what you've been used to. 
instead of going through each of the four Gospels, he's going to do one series through all of the Gospels and present the story of Jesus chronologically. If you're a member of the crew and you're following the reading plan for the wisdom journey, you will read all the content in the Gospels, but Stephen will be moving between them as he teaches through the story of Jesus. Please keep listening each weekday as we bring you a new lesson in the series. If you have any questions or would like more information, be sure and reach out. You can reach us at info at wisdomonline.org. That's info at wisdomonline.org. Our phone number is 866-48-BIBLE or 866-482-4253. The Wisdom Journey is produced by Wisdom International. I'm Scott Wiley. Join us again next time.